Hi there, my name's Matt Holland and welcome back to the All Beers Deal Room podcast. We've recently listed an opportunity in the telco industry that I think you're going to find really interesting. So I've gone through the information memorandum and I've got a couple of key questions to ask the owner. Sit back, relax, and let's go through this business in more detail. Today I'm joined by Jake Berry, the founder of Fiberco, an innovative company that provides ultra-fast, affordable, and reliable fiber optic networks. Jake, could you share with us the story behind Fiberco, including when it was founded and what motivated you to launch the business? Yeah, so look, I founded uh, Fiberco back in 2017. Uh, it's been a bit of a journey since then, getting it to where it's at now. But uh, look, the, the, we're, we're running ISP businesses, uh, reselling MBN products and services, and it just uh, it just wasn't working. The, the margins were far too slim. We, we had rather large scalable bases of around 20,000 customers, and we just could not uh, get the margin we wanted. Uh, alongside that, we just could not get the quality of service that we wanted, uh, not to mention everyone else in between uh, that, that wanted a piece of the pie. So we decided to jump into the space of building our own networks, uh, hence where we, we kind of uh, ended up building fiber optic networks for, 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 I guess, Australia. So you launched Fiberco back in 2017. How did you first get involved in the industry? Yeah, look, my, my background is in building infrastructure or fiber infrastructure and fiber networks. So um, I've done it for MBN for, for, for about 10 years. Uh, I've run my own business for well, coming on 14 years now since 2011, um, building networks, uh, doing IT technology infrastructure. Uh, I, I jumped into MBN in around about 2015 after seeing them put fiber in the front of my house and got all excited. And uh, and since then, it's been a whirlwind of learning. But uh I generally, I generally love the love the the fiber optic infrastructure, and I love love networks, love connecting people and watching data flow. And uh, I, I I jumped into that building for MBN, built to a, a rather small amount of their premises, around about thirty thousand premises we built in in my, my business's career. And uh, ultimately, yeah, it's a, it's it's been a I guess a, a vision of mine just to build my own networks ever since then. Fantastic. Can you tell me more about the project in Sydney with 3,000 dwellings and your plans to grow that to over 50,000? Yeah, so in the, we've got these uh, these metropolitan areas where there's you know, high density and they're kind of what we're focused on because they're the easy picking at the moment, not not to say that I want to just go after easy pickings, and, but uh, they're, they're the fastest uh, the fastest go-to market places we can we can attack. Um, so we go in and we build networks over the top of the existing infrastructure, whether it be MBN or an alternative carrier. Um, and we, we, we essentially put a cable in parallel uh, from the street up inside the building to the, to the riser on each floor where when a, when a customer wants to order a service, we simply just patch them inside of the, the riser. It's a 30-minute appointment. Uh, or if uh, the customer elects to upgrade to a full fiber to their premise in, in areas where there is, there is no fiber, currently between all the conduit is congested then we'll work on trying to trying to do that with them as a, as a service or in the newer buildings we can get fiber in between because the conduits are, uh, are empty uh, so essentially we're just we're building a network uh, very similar to the existing network usually a lot more updated and faster and easier to manage um, and yeah that's pretty much the ball of it thanks jake I'm really curious about how Fiberco works with builders and developers. Can you help me understand the opportunity here? Well, ultimately, that's that's where that's where every carrier wants to wants to be. That's the sweet zone. Um, so, I mean, there's there's thousands, hundreds of thousands of 
of, uh, of buildings or units in, in the in the pipeline of Australia's you know construction pipeline. Uh, we we, we want to be the carrier of choice, so you don't actually have to choose MBN or what, what the developers previously would think of as Telstra. You can choose any carrier you want, any licensed carrier in Australia, um, and there's 605 of us. So we uh, we we want to be the the choice for these developers uh, inside the building. At the moment, it, it's uh, it's it's a scarce market. There's some 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 developers taking incentives, uh, you know, rather large incentives, which is what we're trying to compete with. It makes it hard. But then there's also other developers that don't even understand that you can use another carrier, and uh, and that's where we want to try to come in, uh, I guess, to start with and and work with these developers, help educate them to understand that they can use an alternative carrier, um, and where our features and benefits lie, and why why to choose Fiberco as as the carrier of choice for their development. So when it comes to finding the right partner. It seems like you're open to either a hands-on or more laid-back investor. It also seems like someone with a background in sales or even construction or maybe a professional salesperson could be a good fit. Who do you think would make the ideal partner or investor to help Fiberco grow? Look, look, right this right this moment, uh, I'm, I'm experienced and, and I'm completely congested with, with building the network. It would be great to not only have someone come in and and help us financially move faster and, and, and get sharper, but also have someone who could help us uh, convert these customers in these buildings who might have experience, uh, you know, not not just in, in sales, but, you know, general experience in, in helping to build campaigns and, and uh, on, on a mass scale and help convert, I guess, culturally diverse as well, because we've got a lot of culture in these areas, uh, convert these people onto our network. And then if, if, if the person or, you know, the group, would have experience or contacts within the, the building or development industry to potentially help us uh, you know, get in touch with these larger, what we call greenfield or new builds uh, to, to, to start to sell our network into that more creamier market. Thanks, Jake. So what's the other opportunity you mentioned in relation to old or failing infrastructure? Yeah, look, I mean, they're everywhere. And uh, I think uh, what, we, what we're seeing now is a lot of other carriers are also starting to get their eyes on, on these opportunities uh, because it's a lot of old failing infrastructure and they're called brownfield opportunities. They're, it's old failing infrastructure and uh, the, the service at the moment, these people can't work from home. They can't do anything because it's so slow and so cumbersome and no one wants to maintain it because it's all internal in the building so the carrier doesn't own the infrastructure. The unit owners own it so no one wants to work on it or fix it. So by coming in and putting these in, we solve lots of problems and there's a lot of these areas that need to be done um you know like we're we're looking at the area we're in now in roads in, in meadowbank roads olympic park and wentworth point there's there's almost thirty five thousand dwellings um and then you look you can jump to other areas like the gold coast where there's you know two hundred thousand two hundred thousand dwellings which we could potentially service or that's that's a, a rather large project uh there's other areas like mascot with you know with 15 to twenty thousand dwellings mascot walleye creek area in sydney and then you can go to melbourne and the docklands and you can just go on and on there's all these all these infrastructure projects that need to be tended to, um, and we can we can help to do that on a on a brownfields project scale, um, alongside our greenfields opportunities where we're going to these new builds and and you know generating some rather lucrative projects that so they kind of come hand in hand. And there's even further we can go out into you know we could look at our regional and remote responsibilities as a carrier and. And look at uh, going to some of these regional locations and developing relationships with pole asset owners and deploying network out there where people really need internet. They don't even have anything other than ADSL. 
Um, <laughs> like they're, they're the kind of opportunities that are available. It's just, it's, it's, it's immense. It's out there and there's, everyone's trying to have a go at it, but, um, everyone's coming to the same thing. It's experience. It's a combination of experience and money. And a lot of people have the money. A lot of people have experience, but not many people have the both. So that's, that's where we're at. Hey, Jake, it was great chatting with you today. And I've learned a lot about Fiberco. So what's the next move for potential investors? Who should they get in touch with? Look, I mean, uh, they can get in touch with me directly. Uh, look, I'm, I'm the one who's, uh, who's running the show at the moment. And I'd, I'd definitely like to speak to them in person. Thanks again, Jake, for the opportunity to learn more about Fiberco. I've tried to cover the key points, but I seriously suggest checking out their information memorandum and having a chat with Jake. If you want to learn more about Fiberco, just head to bizdealroom.com, log in and search for Fiberco. I'm Matt Holland, and thanks for tuning in.